Monday morning, August 24th. It is the, huh, it is Monday morning, August 24th. I'm pretty, pretty shocked that we are this far along in the summer. Good morning, everyone. I'm Miriam L. Wallach sitting in for the first hour of JM and the AM for the great Nahum Siegel. He will be joining us a little later in the program and welcome to your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program.
Oh 
think I don't belong here With my blue jeans and my long hair But when I was just a little boy I would play here with my train When I was just a little boy This whole synagogue knew my name When the soldiers, they took me away They said, we need the young and strong When the soldiers took me away My father was singing the song He sang, Ya Falvi, Ya Falvi think my life was not fair As you wipe away another tear But since I was just a little boy I searched this whole world for this place Since I was just a little boy I never forgot his holy face When the soldiers, they took me away, they said everything was wrong. When the soldiers took me away, I never stopped singing the song. I sang, Ya Falvi, Ya Falvi, Shechoto Yisrovehu, Ya Falvi, Oh Ya Falvi, Shechoto Yisrovehu. So sing me this song just one more time. Maybe I'll understand Sing me this song just one more time I wanna know who I am 
That is Eighth Day with the Rabbi's Son. Good morning, everyone. I am Miriam L. Wallach, sitting in for the great Nahum Siegel, who will be joining us momentarily. It is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program, 91.1, 90.1, and 91.9 FM. On the FM dial, jmandam.org, Nachum Siegel Network listeners tuning in on the app. Good morning to you. Looking forward to hearing from you, many of you, all of you, uh, during our program, especially when Nachum takes over. Don't forget, at 9 a.m., the, the uh, programming continues with the Israel Show and Mayor Weingarten. And, of course, we continue our programming the entire day. And we look forward to bringing you original programming all Week long. Let's continue with the music. Oh, I should just mention, let me just grab my sheet of paper, that before uh, eighth day with the rabbi's son was Ari Kunzler with Peshem Hashem, and before that was Ari Goldwag with Raku, and then, of course, it's Monday morning, so we start our playlist with Ma'asecha Hashem. Here's Shweki with Cry No More on JM in the AM. Rabotai, tnulo mechiot kapayim, Yaakov Shweki! Please, 
Yaakov Shweki, of course, live in Israel. 6.32, it's Monday morning. I thank everybody who's tuned in. A big thank you to Miriam Alwalek for taking over during our first half hour this morning and starting off the week. want to thank those who are tuned in at all three radio stations, usually, or I should say, most likely at three different times during the morning. Hard to tune into all three radio stations at once. I want to welcome those who are tuned in in the Catskills at 90.1 on the FM dial that may be starting their journey back to the city on a Monday morning from there. I want to thank those who are in the uh, transition phase, if you will, in Rockland County listening at 91.9 on the FM dial. And, of course, our home base at 91.1 FM in the New York, New Jersey area. At whatever point you get to that, uh, we thank you for listening to our flagship station as well. So three radio stations plus the NSN app plus, of course, jamtheam.org all around the world ready for you on a Monday morning as we open up a brand new week. A week that will include an amazing broadcast from Gourmet Glot on Wednesday. We're already calling it our pre-Rosh Hashanah celebration. Can you imagine? The new year begins just in a couple of weeks, and we already have our pre-Rosh Hashanah celebration coming up at Gourmet Glot on Spruce Street in Cedarhurst this coming Wednesday. We'll give you as many details as we have about what to expect Wednesday morning. And a lot of folks are off from school, off from work. It's a time of year when people have their mornings off. So uh, if you're around between 6 and 9 Wednesday morning, come and join us at Gourmet Glot on Spruce Street in Cedarhurst for another exciting live radio broadcast. 72 degrees outside right now, mostly sunny with a high temperature of 87, partly cloudy for tonight, a low 73. Uh, tomorrow, morning showers with a high temperature of 87 degrees. Right now we're at 72 in Jersey City as we say good morning at JM in the AM. Uh, well, we were saddened to say the least. Uh, to hear the news yesterday, late yesterday afternoon, the passing of the great Yossi Piamenta, somebody who um, was one of the most uh, endearing and popular figures in the world of Jewish music, and somebody who had a reputation beyond Jewish music, who crossed over all musical uh, uh, borders and boundaries, and was admired by so many in so many different genres and so many different uh, segments of the music community. He passed away at the age of 64 yesterday after a battle with cancer. And um, to us, of course, he is Piamenta. He is the quintessential and most incredible performer and one of the most remarkable uh, wedding performers, Simcha performers we ever, ha- we ever had, somebody who just... Uh, brightened up a room when he walked in and then continued to brighten it as he played his guitar, sang his songs in his unique fashion and his incredible voice, his unique voice. And there was really somebody who was uh, just an unbelievable musician with nicknames like the Hebrew Hendrix and the Spartak Santana. That was Yossi Piamenta musically. In terms of his uh, faith and his commitment to uh, the one above, uh, like no other, Every time I saw him, there was a Tehillim in his hand. We got into discussions more than once about certain prakim, certain chapters of Tehillim. Those were the types of conversations we had. A very spiritual man who uh, said the entire Tehillim each and every day, who would always uh, reference the one above, no matter what the situation might be, always was uh, first and foremost thanking the one above for everything that he had. And um, Yassi Piamenta great musician, great member of the Jewish community, wonderful leader in so many ways, was taken from us yesterday. I'm told that the Levaya, the funeral, already took place last evening in Crown Heights. That's what I was told last evening. I'm assuming that's accurate information. And, of course, our hearts go out to the entire Piamenta family and really the the entire Jewish music world, uh, which is suffering this loss today. 
um, and collectively we feel the uh, the agony of losing one of our best friends out there, the great Yossi Piamenta. There are certain songs that mean Piamenta to us, that just uh, bring him back to us uh, in his incredible musical fashion. And some of them may be upbeat, which might be unusual uh, in just the uh, aftermath and the few hours after he passed away, but after all, that's Piamenta. And that's how he remember him. And here's a good sample of that as we remember Yossi Piamenta on a Monday morning at JM in the AM.
Menta, amazing live album. We remember the incredible musicianship, singing, simcha, and faith in God that Yossi Piamenta had. Passed away last night at the age of 64, and we miss him. Boy, do we miss him. America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, 
Rockland County at 91.9 in the FM dial, broadcasting live from the Sonia and Robert Gold Studios in Jersey City, New Jersey, around the world on the web, jmnam.org. Piamenta closing out the hour, a little bit of a tribute to the amazing life and contribution that he made to our incredible industry, the wonderful Yassi Piamenta. Galay Tzal in the background. We'll do our news from Israel coming up. Plenty more happening on a Monday morning. We keep it here at JM in the AM. Mayor Weingarten is going to join us in the third hour. One of the people that was on the Nefesh Benefesh flight with us had a three-page spread in one of the prominent Israeli newspapers all about Nefesh Benefesh. Mayor will share that with us in advance of the Israel show coming up after JM in the AM this morning on jmtheam.org and the NSN app. Welcome those of you tuned in at all three radio stations and around the world. It's much appreciated. Galay Tzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast for a Monday is next. We say Boker Tov from JM Nair. Galay Tzal, Asha'a 2, Kan Shibel Karmi Mansour, in Ma Shekore Akshav. הנהלת משרד האוצר ערכה הבוקר ישיבה מיוחדת בעקבות המשבר בשווקים וההאטה במשק. כתבתנו יונה לייבזון. בצל ירידות השערים ברחבי העולם, הנהלת משרד האוצר ערכה ישיבה היום שדנה במנועי הצמיחה במשק. גורמים בישיבה אמרו שיש עודף בגביית המיסים ומדובר באינדיקציה ליציבות המשק בישראל, אך שיעקבו אחר ההתפתחויות. במקביל, המדדים המובילים בתל אביב ממשיכים לרדת בשיעור ממוצע של 2.5% לערך. בעוד כשעתיים יפרסם בנק ישראל את הריבית לחודש הבא. שר החוץ של בריטניה, פיליפ המונד, אומר כי יש אפשרות שהעיצומים על איראן יוסרו כבר באביב הקרוב. כתבנו תאו וייס. לדברי שר החוץ הבריטי, פיליפ המונד, כשיוסרו העיצומים, תתאפשר תחילת ההשקעות באיראן, כך שהוא מצפה שכבר באביב הקרוב יחל תהליך הסרת ההגבלות. המונד נמצא בטהרן בעקבות הפתיחה המחודשת של השגרירות הבריטית אתמול. השר לשעבר חיים רמון יוצא במתקפה חריפה נגד אהוד ברק בעקבות ההקלטות שפורסמו בימים האחרונים בערוץ 2. יעל דן שוחחה איתו היום. איך אני תמיד אומר על אהוד ברק שהוא תמיד היה בעד משצעים שלא בוצעו, אני מדבר אחרי שירותו הצבאי, כל הזמן הוא התנגד. והלוואי ויחשפו את הפרוטוקולים של העניין. מי שמצליח למנוע, כי בפוליטיקאים וקצינים קטנים מצליחים למנוע מענק כמו ברק, אז הוא כנראה שגם כן לא כל כך ענק. מטפלת מאזור המרכז נעצרה בחשד שהיא הכתה תינוק בן תשעה חודשים שבו טיפלה, מדווח כתבנו איתמר קציר. אביו של התינוק ניגש למשטרת מרחב דן וטען שבנו מתנהג בצורה חשודה ושיש עליו סימני אלימות. הבוקר נעצרה המטפלת והודתה במיוחס לה ואף הביעה צער על מעשיה. היא תובא היום להארכת מעצר בבית משפט השלום בתל אביב. נהג רכב פרטי נהרג בצהריים כשהתהפך עם רכבו בשולי כביש ליד מושב ברכייה שבחבל לכיש. צוותים של מד"א פינו אותו לבית החולים ברזילי באשקלון. כתבנו רמי שני מזכיר שהבוקר נהרג נהג משאית בתאונה סמוך לרהט. המשטרה רושמת דוחות לרוכבי דו-גלגלי שנוסעים בנתיבי התחבורה הציבורית למרות כוונה לשנות בקרוב את תקנות החוק כך שהם יוכלו לנסוע בנתיבים כאלה. כתבנו ניתאי ענבי. בתגובה לשינוי במדיניות האכיפה אמר השר כץ כי הוא תומך בנסיעת רכב דו-גלגלי בנתיב התחבורה הציבורית וחושב שהיא נכונה תחבורתית ובטיחותית. הוא הוסיף לא שיניתי את עמדתי ואם אדרש אעגן את הדבר בתקנות. מאגף התנועה במשטרה נמסר בתגובה מבוצעת כלפי כלל סוגי כלי הרכב אשר אינם מורשים לנסוע בהם. מזג האוויר, ירידה קלה בטמפרטורות. אלה החדשות שעורך הדר שיפר.
בגל"צ, אברי גלעד.
great Yossi Piamenta. Monday morning, it's JM in the AM, remembering the amazing Yossi Piamenta, who was uh, one of the greats, to say the least. That is the least we could say. And uh, was taken from us yesterday, passed away yesterday, and um, our thoughts of the Piamenta family and the extended Jewish music world, who are all focused on this uh, tragic news for us and for so many. I, I can only imagine how many people in this audience over the 35 years that Yossi Piamenta performed in the Jewish music industry had him at a simcha, uh, at a concert, had him in his uh, with his unique abilities, just making everybody so happy, so glad that he was around. And uh, we remember him this morning here at JM in the AM. We certainly do. 19 minutes after 7 o'clock. Good morning. It's JM and the AM for a Monday. Uh, don't forget, Gourmet Glot is the place on Wednesday. Our next live remote, our next uh, live presentation of JM and the AM happens at Gourmet Glot on Spruce Street in Cedarhurst between 6 and 9 a.m. this coming Wednesday morning. We are calling it a pre-Rosh Hashanah celebration for good reason. It's our pre-Rosh Hashanah celebration. And to make sure to come out and join us uh, this coming Wednesday between 6 and 9 a.m., should be a lot of fun as uh should be a lot of fun to um bring the radio show out to Cedarhurst. So those of you who were tuned in on Friday morning, you heard us break the news. I mean the New York Times actually broke it, but we I, I say we broke it because a lot of people in this audience found out from us that Congressman Jerry Nadler has decided to vote for the uh, Iran deal. Uh, unlike uh, Senator Menendez, unlike uh, Senator Schumer, all of whom get major props, and the, and others um, in New York and New Jersey, they get major props for what they've done, the stand that they've taken. Unfortunately, Congressman Nadler, who I believe, uh, unless I'm mistaken, I believe, has uh, always been somebody who has declared how he has uh, looked out for Israel and for the Jewish people in general. Uh, he's decided to vote uh, for the Iran deal. Now, there are a lot of people in this audience, and you, you may not even realize it if you're living in Manhattan and Brooklyn, that you are a constituent of Congressman Nadler. Uh, may we suggest, uh, no matter what side of the issue you're on, whether you're pro or con, may we suggest that you contact him in his office and uh, let your uh, feelings be heard on this issue. And again, we'll continue to praise those who come out against the Iran deal and continue to... Uh, alert you to those who have come out for the Iran deal, uh, especially those members of the United States Congress that have, again, always declared their allegiance, their support, their care and concern for the state of Israel um, as an ally of the United States. So, um, again, keep it in mind, members of Congress have a choice. Some have chosen to be against the deal. Some have chosen to be for the deal. In the case of Congressman Nadler, he has chosen the latter. Hey, want to wish a mazel tov to Dahlia and Danny Goldberg. Their wedding took place yesterday outside of Los Angeles. You might remember Danny Goldberg was a member of the NSN, Nahum Siegel Network team for a while. And he and Dahlia are a recently married couple. And we say mazel tov from all of us here at JM in the AM. Yes, yes, yes. Gourmet Glot is where the show will emanate from on Wednesday. Make sure to be tuned in starting between 6 and then 9 a.m. 
a three-hour pre-Rosh Hashanah celebration at Gourmet Glot on Spruce Street in Cedarhurst. That's this coming Wednesday. Make sure to join us at JM the AM. One more from the great late Yassi Piamenta. This is JM the AM.
תודה רבה. And we're going to take a 15 minutes break. And there's, there's going to be a minion for Mari. So we need a minion here, outside. And we have CDs. From Piamenta Band, at the entrance, you can all get them. Uh, there he is. White selection, everything. The great Yassi Piamenta, who, uh, that was from a live album that was simply entitled Piamenta Live, from the a New York City performance that took place back in, I think it was, yeah, 2004. And um, what can I tell you? It's hard to believe he's no longer with us. Someone said to me earlier this morning, who's going to say Tehillim for Klal Yisrael now? And what they meant was that the Yassi Piamenta on a daily basis was always with a Sefer Tillam. He was always um, with a Tehillim in hand, and he would re- be reciting Tehillim all day long until it was complete. And uh, like I said earlier in the show, some of my most interesting discussions with him uh, outside of music were about certain Prakim of Tehillim. Uh, he even, I'll never forget, he even taught me how to pronounce a specific Pusik in Tehillim that he felt too many people were mispronouncing. Anyway, so Yassi Piamenta, in so many ways, such a great friend of everybody involved in Jewish music and the thousands and thousands of people that he entertained and uplifted and inspired over all these years. Remember the great Yassi Piamenta the day after his passing here at JM in the AM. 29 minutes after 7 o'clock, by David Goldwasser's words, Echonish Masarov Zeb, and... Esther Basra Yosef Alevi. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. We're going to be continuing with our series on Elul. The Rambam teaches us that a part of Vidoy is that a person should include the words, I will never again repeat this Avera, or I will never repeat it. The Rambam adds that doing tshuv in front of Hashem Yisbarach, giving testimony about himself, will prevent him from doing an Aveira in the future. The Beis HaLukim asks the question, what happens if the person isn't successful and does repeat the Aveira in the future? The Beis HaLukim says that the Tshuva is still valid. Even if a person stops doing an Aveira temporarily, his Tshuva is considered genuine. The Beis HaLukim says that even though the person who did Tshuva may repeat the Averi, can do the sin again. This doesn't demonstrate that his original tshuva was insincere. The person did make a Kabbalah, Allah a resolution for the future. He did have charata, regret. There was aziva sachet, the forsaking and the leaving of the Avera. However, it was because of the Sahara, the evil inclination, that he did repeat his Avera meaning that the Nevesh Elukis, the godly soul, remained firm, but the Nevesh Bahamis, the animalistic soul, succumbed to temptation. The Maharal explains that this is why Tshuva uproots Avera retroactively. Man has a physical as well as a spiritual self. His physical nature places demands on him. Because of these physical demands, a person cannot be a purely spiritual being. The spiritual self never fully participates in the individual's Avera and therefore remains pure. 
Since it is pure, it has the power to cause the Avera to be uprooted. The Mephoshim comment on the Pesuk and Tehillim, Kaveh al Hashem, hope to Hashem, Chazak v'yamed slibecho, strengthen yourself, v'kaveh al Hashem, and hope to Hashem. What is the reason that Kaveh al Hashem is repeated a second time? The Mephoshim explain, sometimes a person anticipates a positive event or a change in life, and it doesn't materialize. The individual should not be discouraged. On the contrary, he should present his request to Hashem again with hope and energy. Therefore the Pasuk says, Kaveh al Hashem the second time. If this is true in the material world, how much more so is this true in the spiritual world? This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day.
Jakob Schwecki, great brand new song, I Can Be. People reacting to the passing of Yossi Piemente. A lot of sadness out there on this Monday morning as word is getting around. And uh, his impact on not just the Jewish music world, but the Jewish world in general is certainly going to be felt for a long, long time. Yossi Piemente taken from us, and we remember him on this Monday morning here at JM in the AM. Uh, I want to take this opportunity to wish a mazel tov to Dahlia and Danny Goldberg. Their wedding took place yesterday outside of Los Angeles. Danny, you may recall, was a member at one time of the Nahum Siegel Network. We wish him well with Dahlia on the big event that took place in L.A. yesterday. Mazel tov going out to Zach Fagan on his bar mitzvah and to Miriam and Robert Fagan. Their simcha is going to continue in Yerushalayim. And a big shout-out to Eitan Katz and his orchestra who played the simcha last night. Uh, in tribute to the uh, bar mitzvah of Zach, Mazal Tov from all of us here at JM in the AM. And a Mazal Tov to Ricky Lewis and Sammy Khan. Their marriage is taking place tonight. The Lewis family from Woodmere, the Khan family from Chicago, Illinois. And to the Lewis and Khan families, we say Mazal Tov from all of us here at JM in the AM. Also, Dr. Rosenshine called in and said there's a brand new great-grandson. Mazal Tov to Hindi and Bensi Rosenshine of Lakewood, New Jersey. And the extended Rosenshine family in Queens and the Kronglass family down in Baltimore. Brand new great-grandson for the Rosenshines. And we say Mazal Tov from all of us here at JM in the AM. Well, imagine this. Just a few days ago, he and I and our amazing team were sitting together in places like Ben Gurion Airport, the Carmel Winery, the Efrat Medical Center. And just a couple of days later, here in Jersey City, PC guy, Paul Serkin himself, who has been so instrumental in our programming from Israel, is here visiting us at JM in the AM. Boker Tov, Mr. PC Guy. Boker Tov, Nachum. Nice to see you. You too. Tell Th- this, time I, this time I don't get to say Baruchim Habayim, welcome home. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> we, we have relatives who would say to you, welcome to Schmutzlaritz. <laughs> you know that relative. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, welcome. No matter how you refer to it, welcome. Uh, so tell everybody where Mincha was on Wednesday. What aisle number was it in? Do you remember? It was in the produce aisle. And the re- re- facing the meat counter. Right. And the reason I say that is because you're one who has published on Facebook and posted a million times different unique things that have happened, and you know, only in Israel type stories. Right. As far as we know, I mean, there might be some supermarkets in the United States that have a Mincha service on a regular basis, but but none like the Mincha service we were at in the supermarket in Nefrat last Wednesday. Absolutely not. Not only in the supermarket in Efrat, but in pretty much every shopping center and every major shopping area, you're going to find either Beit Knesset or the specific aisle that's used for Mincha on a daily basis. It's really amazing. When I was saying Kaddish, it was no problem finding a menu. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I was I was so happy that they let me dive in for the Ummud and that and that Mincha was in aisle three. I thought that was really cool. Anyway, uh, so Mazel Tov to you because it's how many years now since you were on your own Nefesh B'Nefesh journey? Six years ago. Boy, you must be very critical of people like me who make this fake Aliyah on a regular basis. It's it's not a matter of critical, as we've said many, many times. It's a matter of the right time in the right place. And for me, it happened very, very quickly. It was the right time in my life to, to make such a change. And I my only regret after six years is that I didn't do this 35 years ago. Other than that, I have absolutely no regrets for what I did. And when you think back... I mean, it's, you know, regrets are silly, obviously. There's nothing we could do about it, but I have to remind myself about that all the time as well. 
When you think back, though, it could have been done 35 years ago? Well, I, I was in Yeshiva in, in Yerushalayim in BMT in 1977-78. And like most, you know, uh, ideological people, you get the bug and, yes, we're gonna, I'm going to make Aliyah someday. Right. I came back to finish YU, and that was 1978. And the next time I came to Israel was 2002. Wow. So real life gets in the way, and, and you don't think much about it when you have go on and raise a family and so on and career right. and uh, when when the opportunity presents itself you have to jump on it and in your case not only do you end up making this quicker aliyah or as you refer to it from your own vantage point relatively quick sure but everybody in the family ends up going i'm talking about married kids and they they all end up in uh, being in israel my uh, all of my children are there my oldest daughter came five years before me actually five years to the day when I posted my Aliyahversary, which is the new phrase that's been coined. Aliyahversary? Aliyahversary. Uh, last year, she said, you know, it's mine too. And I didn't realize that, that she came five years to the day before me. Uh, my other daughter came one month after me. And my son came eight months later with his wife. So we've, we've experienced it all. And, uh, Baruch Hashem, it's, it's really, as Nefesh Benefesh says, living the dream. There's there's no other word for it. All right, we've talked about, and obviously we've said this a million times on the air because uh, we appreciate your service and all you've done for us. And uh, we've talked about the fact that you actually, I don't want to say started your own business, but maybe we'd say extended your own business into Israel because you were doing a lot of this stuff privately here in the U.S. before you got to Israel, right? I, I was doing things privately because I enjoyed it. It was pretty much a hobby. Um, I, I worked with you in the various studios right. and, and a number of times, and I had a number, a small number of private clients, and I did a little bit of uh, technology work, but it really wasn't organized. I went to Israel having in mind I would look for a job in my field, which was healthcare. Um, I'd been in healthcare IT for many, many years. In fact, ran the computer department of New York City's Bellevue Hospital for 10 years um, in consulting all around the country with hospitals and their, and their healthcare environments and their IT environments. And it's where I thought I was going. I had a number of interviews with a number of Israeli firms that do exactly that. And uh, I, I made Aliyah in August, and by December I said, you know what? They don't appreciate what I can bring to them. And I can do something that they can't do, which is start this PC guy endeavor, uh, which was actually named on your nighttime show. Right. Um, and, uh, started the business in December of, uh, December of, uh, 2009 and haven't looked back. Clients all over Israel at this point or? So- Clients all over Israel. I was at a, a networking event, and I, I work primarily in Yerushalayim because I don't have a car. I don't want a car, and I have enough business, thank God, to keep me busy there. And I was at a networking event with someone from Netanya, and she says, oh, it's too bad I can't use you. And I said, why can't you use me? She says, well, I'm in Netanya. I said, well, how did you hear about me? She says, everyone knows about you. <laughs> and Baruch Hashem, my, the name recognition is incredible. Um Walk down the street as as you know. I now wear a PC guy sure. and see hat. others with it sometimes. And I see others with it, and I hear stories of people coming up to someone wearing my hat, and say, "Oh, good, I need his phone number." Um, so it's been a great advertising gimmick, but it's also uh, name recognition, and, and people want the American type service. I mean, all jokes aside, Israeli customer service is not notoriously. Um, Productive, shall we say? Right. And the and the Americans and the Anglo community, all of all of the um, English speaking countries, are used to a different level of service. And when I can provide that level of service to them, it is worth it to them to seek me out and refer me one to another, and it keeps me very busy. All right, here's your chance to shine, uh, because I always get it wrong, or I don't give you the entire picture because we do it so quickly. Tell everybody what services you provide so that folks in Israel, and specifically in Yerushalayim, but other areas as well, and even even to a degree, people here 
could use your services like we do. Sure. Well, in Israel, my primary service is selling, repairing, and diagnosing problems, fixing PC systems in people's homes. I do work with a number of small businesses and a number of nonprofits called Amutot. Uh, however, the majority of my day is spent going from home to home, helping solve problems, desktops, laptops, and what have you. Over the last few years, I've added to that an entire range of services having to do with cell phones and tablets, helping people use them and coordinate the uh, information flow between them. Because you want one master contact list on all of your devices. You don't want to have to know, oh, the phone number is here and the address is here and the email is there. So I work with the the customers in setting all that up, which has led to a tremendous demand for actual training classes, which I now started giving training classes in iPads and iPhones. Are they they well attended or these are chavrusas? No, no. These are 10 to 15 people. Uh, we run usually eight session, eight sessions in a row. When we, did you weekly start sessions. that? I've done about five groups so far at the AACI in uh, Tapiot, <laughs> and there's a demand for more. Um, but I just don't have time. More instructors. Gonna have, it, it is looking like the brand PC guy is going to expand into um, both instructors and, and more people because there's, thank God, enough work to keep me busy. And, and people will say, but you can't get. I need, I need you today. Um, people do have a tendency to call at the last minute. Oh, my computer's been doing something funny for two weeks. I just decided to call. Can you right. come now? Um, I do the best I can to help them. Um, as you well know, yeah. I, I do a lot of remote work. I can remote into people's computers from my home. Right. And in fact, yesterday was a record for me. On my flight over, my plane had Wi-Fi, and I remoted into a customer in Beit Karim from 38,000 feet. And I fixed the problem that he was having from the plane. And that was, that was just very cool. You texted me from 38,000 yeah. feet yesterday. PC Guy is here. The website is thepcguy.co.il, thepcguy.co.il. It's funny you mentioned about the way people, you know, call you for consultations. We've traveled together in Israel and I hear some of the troubleshooting you have to do over the phone from some very simple stuff, or at least, you know, people who know a little bit about computers, it sounds simple. And sometimes it's really complicated. Sometimes you've got to really, you know, think of a million different solutions so you get the right one. It is not uncommon. Probably 20 per- 20% of my calls I can solve in the first five minutes right. of showing up at the house because it is something And simple. sometimes over the phone. And sometimes over the phone. But, you know, it's uh, <laughs> the screen is turned off, the computer is not plugged in. Those are the simple things that are right. easy to solve. Some of them are significantly more complicated. In fact, I had an episode with your brother um, in Nachlaot. He bought a new computer from me, and everything was going fine, and suddenly a very weird set of circumstances occurred on the on the computer. We spoke to the manufacturer. There's a manufacturer warranty, and they agreed, and they were going to send new parts, and they sent new parts, and the technician showed up, replaced the parts, and it did not solve the problem. Mm. And the technician said it is impossible that the new part is the exact same problem as the old part. It's a, part, it's a problem we've never seen before. So we proposed a couple of solutions, and they didn't solve the problem. And uh, so I told Higal, I said, okay, I'm coming over. We're not doing this remotely. I walked in his door, and within 10 minutes, he was up and running. (laughs) Um, The manufacturer couldn't solve the problem. Microsoft, there's really no one to talk to, as everyone knows. Um, But I was able to solve the problem. Um, Thank God I have a unique way of looking at a situation, and... uh, and, and can come up with these creative solutions. Not quite as creative as the Israeli solution. I always tell the story, if you take your car to an Israeli mechanic, and you say, my car does not make left turns. I can't turn left in my car. The average Israeli mechanic will respond, no problem. Make three right turns, and you'll be in the same place. <laughs> well, people don't want to hear that solution. They want the car to be able to turn right. And it's the same thing. Well, I can come up with a workaround to get around the problem specific, and you know our seat-of-the-pants programming on, on uh, broadcast where we come jury rigs 
something to work. But we really want to do it the right way and uh, to fix the problem and make sure it doesn't happen again. You're really criticizing your Israeli brethren, but I guess now you're one of them, so you can say whatever you want. That's right. <laughs> we're, all, we're all family. ThePCGuy.co.il. If you're in uh, the Isra- if you're in Israel, Jerusalem area specifically, and obviously anywhere around the world, you could be in touch with Paul Serkin, and uh, you could take advantage of his great service. Anything else you want to mention? Sure. You you mentioned what I can do for for your listeners here in the right. states. Um, just had a call a couple of weeks ago from a customer in Muncie who knows me through relatives and want to internet service in their home. And I do act as a, a sales agent for an internet-based, co- an internet company that provides internet service and telephone service, Israeli phone service and U.S. phone service in your home in Israel. So if you have um, a pro- uh, an apartment or a home in Israel and you want to have de- have your own internet service available for you when you come, as well as if you rent the uh, apartment out and you want it available to the clients you rent to, it's a service I can provide all in one telephone and internet combined packaging. And uh, I-, I specifically work in the Yerushalayim area, but if it's in other areas of, of, Jeruz- of uh, Israel, uh, the company is, is, uh, is Israel-wide and can handle that. So I act as the agent for that. I also am the Israeli agent for a online backup service, and that backup service can be sold anywhere in the world, and I do not need to be present to install it. I send you a link, and you can install it, and I can help you over the phone if necessary, where your computer, all your pictures and documents and music is backed up over the Internet automatically, real time. So if you're, say, if you're working on a book and you finish writing for the day, as soon as you close the file, a copy is sent to the Internet and stored for you. Unlimited amount of space on the backup, and it's retrievable by you from your computer, from your cell phone, from your your iPad, your your tablet. You can retrieve that data from anywhere, um, and that's an all-inclusive price, no matter how much data you store online. There's basically nothing you can do. Simple uh, as that. We're trying. We're trying. Uh, phone number is this one when you're, you're in the United States, right? And you'll be here for about a week, right? Yeah, I mean, I have a phone number here in the States for a temporary phone number that I use on my cell phone, but that phone number will ring to me anywhere. All right, that number is 347-836-4895. Again, that's 347-836-4895. Paul Serkin is available at the following email address, paul at thepcguy.co.il. That's paul at thepcguy.co.il. Dot co dot il. Thank you. Thank you, Nachum. Pleasure. Great working with you, and I appreciate the uh, appreciate all your service in Israel. We had a pretty good journey this past week, and um, and I thank you for all that. Uh, Paul Serkin at three four seven eight three six four eight nine five. Paul at thepcguy.co.il. You could recommend them for Israel, Jerusalem, the U.S., and anywhere around the world. Ten minutes before 8 o'clock, you're listening to a Monday morning broadcast at JM in the AM.
J.M. and the A.M. It's the Yeshiva Boys wrapping up the hour for us. Isaac Honig before that with Kesser off the Tana Debay Elio's CD from Deer Shoe in Israel. 8 o'clock in the morning on a Monday. My name is Nahum Siegel, and we are excited because two days from now, it's a Gourmet Glot Spectacular live remote broadcast. We'll be there on Spruce Street in Cedarhurst at Gourmet Glot starting at 6 a.m. this coming this coming Wednesday. And it'll be an official pre-Rosh Hashanah celebration. Everybody out there, come on out, enjoy. A lot of uh, youngsters are around now between camp and school. A lot of uh, oldsters are around taking time off from work. (laughs) Come on out and enjoy a live radio show between 6 and 9 this coming Wednesday at Gourmet Glot in advance of Rosh Hashanah. Big pre-New Year's celebration this coming Wednesday between 6 and 9 right here at JM in the AM. Plenty more coming up here on a Monday as we continue to remember the amazing and great Yossi Piamenta. Uh, He has passed away. He has uh, left a tremendous void. And uh, more of his music is coming up next in America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard a listener sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 in the FM Dial Broadcasting Live. From the Sony and Robert Gold Studios in Jersey City, New Jersey, around the world on the web, jmtheam.org.
From what I understand um, from the uh, from a lot of uh, youngsters at Camp Missouri, that was quite a song up in camp this summer. Uh, Bua Bua, done by uh, Lipa here at uh, JM in the AM. That's right, Lipa himself off the brand new album entitled Be Positive here at JM in the AM. Before that, our Piamenta tribute, you heard Yala Mashiach, Moshe Kibel, and Odi Shama, the great Yossi Piamenta of blessed memory who we lost yesterday and was such an amazing and incredible person. A wonderful Oved Hashem who brought all of that into his uh, musical abilities. And boy, will he be missed. J.M. and the A.M. at 21 minutes after 8 o'clock. Well, uh, this, should get, uh, this should get some people going. There's some folks who love when we talk about this stuff, and there's some folks who don't love when we talk about this stuff. But we always say, when it comes to a Jewish hero who proclaims that the Shabbos is more important than boxing... We put him on the air, and uh, this coming Tuesday night, tomorrow evening at MCU Park, Dimitri Salida's involved. The world-renowned boxer Dimitri Salida and his Brooklyn Brawl series will heat up Coney Island tomorrow night as the former IBF, WBA, and NABA International Junior Welterweight Champ brings boxing at the beach back to MCU Park, the home of the Brooklyn Cyclones. This is happening tomorrow night. Salida Promotions opens a year's worth of events with a professional fight card at the Mets minor league venue tomorrow evening. Gates open at 6, the first bout at 7 o'clock. Dimitri Salita, welcome back to JM in the AM. Thank you. Good morning, and good to be back. It is wonderful to speak with you. It's been a while. I mean, first off, you know, what can you tell us about your own career? People want to know, are you retired? Are you on hiatus? What's the status now of the fighter, Dimitri Salida? You know, people ask me that question all the time, and I say that I'm talking to God. <laughs> you mean you're, middle, so, you're in the middle of a conversation with God about I'm, your future plans? I'm in the middle of a conversation, yes. <laughs> all right. Uh, but, but, I'm still, but I'm still training, and I'm staying active, and, uh, you know, we'll see what happens. Uh, Dimitri, how about a word on that? How important training and being active is, especially for kids in our community. You have always been an advocate for uh, as much physical fitness as possible to be fit into the uh, yeshiva schedules 
and it's a great outlet for uh, so many kids out there to develop different skills and a certain confidence. Give us a word on that, why parents should be aware of how critical that is. Well, you know, from my own experience, uh, you know, <clears throat> when I take time off, and, you know, now that I'm involved with this boxing promotion over the last couple of years, it's a lot of business. The days that I don't work out, my mind is not as sharp as it needs to be. And, you know, uh, actually scientists say that the best thing you can do for your brain is, is go for a run, is work out, do some exercise. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and I think it's very healthy, and I think it's very important for kids in yeshivas that, that, that sit and study all day. I, I uh, you know, uh, as our great rabbis have, have uh, told us to take care of our bodies because, you know, strong mind, strong body connection is very important. Uh, and it's very important to do some physical activity uh, daily or at least a couple of times a week <clears throat> because it, it strengthens and, 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 and uh, strengthens all of, our, all of our body, our mind, our soul, our body. Uh, so physical activity is very, very important. Can't agree with you more. Now I just got to go out there and actually do it. The Brooklyn Brawl Series, Boxing at the Beach, tomorrow night at MCU Park. Gates open at 6, the first bout at 7 o'clock. Um, all right, first of all, any Jewish angle, not that there has to be, but any Jewish angle to tomorrow night's card or uh, just a regular great night of boxing? You know, the only Jewish angle is that it's on a Tuesday instead of a Friday. Ah, there you go. <laughs> there you go. I love it. I love it. Because Shabbos is more important than boxing, Dimitri. That's for sure. That's uh, for sure. Who are some of the fighters that we'll see tomorrow night? Um, uh, so we'll see a lot of great prospects, uh, such as Treshawn Wiggins from New York, Gary Bergwet, uh, Bakhtiar Yubo, uh, Georgia Gilashvili. Uh, the, the, la- the last two are fighters from the former Soviet Union black countries that are very, very talented and undefeated. Had tremendous amateur boxing careers, uh, and now approached. Uh, for example, Bakhtiar Yubov, he's seven and zero with seven knockouts. Ooh. Five of those knockouts were in the first round. He's he's uh, someone that the whole boxing community is very excited about. Uh, so uh, you know he, he'll he'll participate in, in a six round fight. Then we have Junior Wright, who just fought for world title in Russia. Uh, he'll be on the show. World rated Alexis Kartachan, who is from the. Uh, from 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 the Republic of of Georgia, uh, now training uh, out of Los Angeles, he's going to be fighting against Cornelius Slack, who's from Brooklyn, New York. Uh, both world-rated fighters. It's going to be a ten-round, very very competitive fight. All in all, we have uh, ten fights scheduled for the show. Uh, the, you know, myself, I never fought on ESPN Friday Night Fight because they were Friday Night Fights. But right. this show is going to be uh, also also televised on ESPN Three. Uh, which, which is a uh, internet uh, internet based uh, provider. Uh, so uh, it's all coming together. You know, it, there is nothing like uh, like watching boxing at a baseball stadium, and especially on Coney Island. So well, can, can, can I? Background, you have the roller coaster. Yeah, it's a great it's a great background. It's a beautiful view. It's an amazing night there. The Cyclones always uh, it's such a great venue. Uh, will there be? I mean, I assume there'll be seats on the field, right? There'll be people who, are, if you want, you could sit really close to the fight, right? Yes, yes. So there'll be regular baseball seats if they're on the park, and there'll be some. There'll be some. Such and the reason I say that is because, as you know, I've said this to you a million times. Uh, yours was the first live boxing match I was ever at. I watched a million boxing matches as a kid, growing up. It was so big, of course, during that era. And there is, it's amazing the difference when you watch it on the spot, when you watch it actually there. The, you know, I know that it's, look, people always complain, you know, it's not exactly the most Jewish sport. We've been through that conversation before. But if you do appreciate the science and the technical aspect 
of you know of going through a boxing match and what a boxer is doing aside from just you know trying to throw punches. It's amazing to see it live and up close. Boxing, you know, boxing and boxers are uh, you know very interesting, uh, interesting human beings because sometimes you know you, you look at them and you think because boxing is so aggressive that you know sometimes we can judge individuals. Uh, we judge the book by the cover. Right. But for example, you know, on this show we have a, a guy, the Mashniyaz of the Wall Street Journal, actually just had a story on him uh, this weekend. Uh, he's a boxer and a New York police officer, uh, and uh, he donated. Uh, Many tickets to, to, to the police department. Uh, nice. Uh, and uh, he is uh, one of the guys that helps the community. There's Jose De La Rosa, who's a New York City fireman, also fighting on the show, uh, also donated some tickets and, and other things uh, to the community. So, you know, uh, a lot of boxers are very, very dedicated and competitive inside the ring, but outside the ring, you know, they have hearts of gold and uh, do a lot of great things for the community and, and for the, for the, for the uh, neighborhoods that they grew up in. No question about it. No question about it. You can get information about all this if you go to SalitaPromotions.com, S-A-L-I-T-A, SalitaPromotions.com. The Cyclones have it on their website. There's a Twitter feed. Yes, it's better, to, it's better to buy tickets on BrooklynCyclones.com because they have special deals. And, oh, good. And, uh, all right, so go to BrooklynCyclones.com for all these special deals, BrooklynCyclones.com. you also see on Twitter they have a handle, at Brooklyn Brawl. Uh, the Cyclones are tweeting about it. They have a uh, Twitter handle or a hashtag, rather, Boxing at the Beach, about tomorrow night's lineup. Uh, you can see the whole thing there on the web. Just search and you'll find it. And as Dimitri said, it's a great uh, card. It starts at the gates will open at 6. The first bout will be at 7 o'clock. And it'll be a full night. That's one thing, by the way, Dimitri, you have to admit, when it comes to a full value for your dollar in the world of sports, you get a good three, four hours out of a good boxing card, right? This is going to be a very competitive show, a very competitive show, all competitive fights, and tickets are only fifteen dollars. So uh, you know it's very rare that you can you get a chance to experience live boxing, world class live boxing. They get broadcast, get broadcast on ESPN for you know for such a cheap amount of money. Yeah. Uh, and uh, seeing boxing at a baseball stadium is really a lifetime experience. The last time they had a boxing show at MCU Park was fourteen years ago. Uh, oh, I didn't so, realize that. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 it's, it's, it's unusual that it happens. And, you know, I'm very honored to be able to present it there. Uh, but it, it's really going to be a great night of boxing. Ten fights. Uh, first fight is at seven. It's, it's going to end at about 11 o'clock. Can I assume, and, uh, uh, can I assume you'll be ringside? I will be ringside, yes. And can I assume that as much of a desire as you may have to jump in, you will not be walking into the ring at all? <laughs> not, not on Tuesday. Not on Tuesday. I, I mean, I'll be walking into the ring, but, but in, my, in, in my suit, not on my glove. Understood. One of the nicest guys out there, Dimitri Salida, everybody. He is uh, putting together for tomorrow night an amazing card at the Brooklyn Cyclone Stadium, MCU Park. 718-507-TIX. That's T-I-X-X. 718-507-TIX. And you can go to brooklyncyclones.com, brooklyncyclones.com. Dimitri, what a delight to speak with you. Shana Tovat to you. Good luck tomorrow night. We hope to see you there tomorrow night, Bezrat Hashem. Thank you very much. I look forward to seeing you. I look forward to, to, to meeting the fans. And uh, it'll be a great night of boxing. Yeah, it certainly will be. There he is, the great Dimitri Salida, who again is proclaiming that Shabbos is more important than boxing. Oh, I love it. I just love it. Hey, right now we've got a, uh, I want to thank the Cyclones. They provided a, form, a family four-pack of tickets to us to give away this morning. If you'd like a family four-pack of tickets, I'm not suggesting every member of the family should go to this, all right? Use your judgment. But if you want a family four-pack of tickets for tomorrow night's uh, boxing card, uh, the brawl in Brooklyn, uh, the Brooklyn brawl, 
Uh, if you'd like a um, a family four-pack of tickets uh, for tomorrow night at MCU Park, you can call right now and be caller number 10 at 201-209-9368. 201-209-9368. Call now. Good luck from all of us here at JM in the AM.
Yitzchak Fuchs with Admatai here at JMN. It's brand new off of his new album. I want to wish a congratulations to Chaim of Brooklyn. Picked up the family four-pack for the MCU Park tickets for tomorrow night. That's a Dimitri Salida-led card. He's not fighting, but he's promoting it. Uh, the uh, brawl at the beach, as they are calling it, in the Brooklyn Cyclone Stadium tomorrow night beginning at 7 p.m. Information, you can go to uh, 718-507-TICKS or brooklyncyclones.com. We thank the Cyclones for the tickets. We'll do more tomorrow on a Ticket Tuesday here at JMNAM. Don't forget, on Wednesday, we're live from Gourmet Glot. Wednesday, we're live from Gourmet Glot. Uh, Spruce Street, Cedarhurst, between 6 and 9 for a pre-Rush Hashanah celebration. Make sure to join us out there in the five towns right here at JM in the AM.
of the greats from Piamenta, the great one himself. There he is. We remember Yossi Piamenta on this Monday morning. Passed away yesterday, and a void in not just the Jewish music world, but in our world in general, uh, has uh, been formed. Uh, be very tough to fill, for, uh, frankly. Uh, Yossi Piamenta passed away yesterday at the age of 64. Our condolences to the entire family, and again, a... Uh, Something that will be uh, felt in the Jewish music world and the Jewish world in general for quite a long time. Not only a great musician, an unbelievable singer, and a wonderful Misameach Hassan Rekala, but an amazing Mamin Bashem and Oved Hashem. And I could speak from personal experience from some of the conversations I had with him over the years. We remember him this morning here at JM the AM. 17 minutes before 9 o'clock. Well, JM the AM, once it concludes at 9, it is with great pride that every single Monday we present the Israel show with Mayor Weingarten. He does an incredible job every single week. And as I pull up the information about um, um, about the Israel show for this week and tell everybody what to expect at 9 o'clock this morning, Mayor had given me a heads up about somebody who would be on the Nefesh Benefesh plane, somebody who I ended up speaking to for a couple of minutes and actually took a photo with him once we got to Tel Aviv. Uh, somebody who has had a, 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 again, Mayor knows this stuff a lot better than I do. That's why I use him as a resource for all this material. Someone who had an amazing influence in the world of uh, Israeli journalism. His name is Hanoch Daum. Hanoch Daum. And in the aftermath of the Nefesh Benefesh trip, Hanoch Daum went ahead and, uh, and got a three-page spread in the newspaper in Israel, uh, in the Idiot, in the Shabbat magazine. Um, about the Nefesh Benefesh journey. So we'll talk about that, and we'll talk about what to expect at 9 o'clock this morning. Mayor Weingarten, shalom, welcome back to JM in the AM. Boker Tov, Nachum. Boker Tov. Um, so you want to give first a little background about Hanoch Daum and explain uh, who he is to the audience? Oh, very hard to, to pin him <laughs> down. He's a very interesting, complex person. Um, people who live in Israel know him well. He is a, a writer, he's a journalist, he's a satirist, he's a stand-up comedian. Um, he grew up in, in uh, a religious home in the, on the Golan Heights. His father was the rabbi of uh, some of the towns in the Golan, Rabbi Daum. He was also the rabbi of Tenuva for many years. He died at a young age. It was a very traumatic experience for Hanoch Daum uh, when he, he was young. And um, he, he, he writes about all the therapy he's gone through wow. and, and all the difficulties that he's had in his life. And yet he continues to be a very funny guy, and uh, he's on TV. On, well, he's everywhere in Israel, everywhere. And um, the fact that he was on the flight and you had, and you knew in advance was significant because of what you just said, right? A lot of influence, very popular, always an interesting take on things. Yes. Yes. And the fact that, that he that he right. got that he got to observe all this very significant. Right. And on the previous flight, I, I noticed now that Nefesh Benefesh is inviting journalists. On the previous flight, Sivan Rahav Meir was on the flight. Um, with the Olim, and she did a report on Channel 2 television, which is a great thing that Nefesh Benefesh is doing. Certainly is. All right, um, so what happened when the three-page spread came out? What was his take on the Nefesh Benefesh journey? So to me, I, you know, I read Hanukh Dam's article every week. It's one page. This week was three pages, a lot more to read, a lot of pictures. And, you know, here's a cynical Israeli, and he's getting a first-hand look and a first-time look at, at an Aliyah charter flight. <laughs> I'm, I'm, Nefesh I'm laughing only because a cynical Israeli probably wondering why on earth would anybody want to move to Israel. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. 
exactly, exactly <laughs> what he says. And he meets the people, he meets the families, he meets the lone soldiers, and he describes the people on the line. And he says he sees, you know, this man that you you saw as well carrying the Sefer Torah, making Aliyah. Uh, Mr. Um, uh, Bernstein, right, Mr. Bernstein? I, I believe so. Yeah. And and he, he met people that are coming to live in Alon Shfut, which is where he lives. He says... You know, I see these people online. It's weird. I, I know that you know, in a week they're going to be standing, you know, in front of me at the line at the at the butcher shop. <laughs> right. You know, and 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 you slowly see his cynicism melting away, literally mm. melting away. Uh, uh, you know, at least for a while. Right. And from as I wrote, from the check-in at JFK through the arrival ceremony, he tries to find a rational explanation for what he's w- witnessing. He's, he's trying to figure out what makes an American Jew that has all the comforts of the United States, these are not poor people, these are not people in distress, what makes them pick up and leave it all and come to Israel? And, and his conclusion, which is really beautiful and moving, I must say, his conclusion, it's not rational. Because it's part of an ongoing, miraculous process of Shivat Zion, the returning of the Jewish people to Zion. Which he it's, cannot put into words we had to. Which he says, it, it can't be irrational. He right. says sometimes emotion, right. the emotion and everything that goes with it just overtakes the <laughs> rational. You can't explain it otherwise, you know. Look, we would call it values. Right. It's a value that we have. Um, you know, the last um, paragraph in his in his uh, long article, I, I was saying to a friend of mine, you know, th- th- it's words that you could have heard for the last decades of you and me on Jame in the AM, on Yom Atzmur, and on Yom Yerushalayim, and on Tu Bishvat. He talks about how Jews for the last thousands of years, wherever they were, wherever they were standing, they davened towards Yerushalayim. <laughs> and, and now these people standing next to me in the, in the ceremony in Israel, and they're hugging each other and singing Hatikvah, and they're all crying, and they have a certain sparkle in their eye, he says. There's something they feel in their heart that connects to these thousands of years of Jewish history, and he says, just like there are many things, about miracles that you can't explain, this too. And he ends off the article with great pasuk, and, you know, that Yehoshua and Kalev tell the uh, people of Israel when they come back from the story of the Miraglim, Alona Alev Yerashno Otak Yechol Nuchala. I'll tell you, there was another thing that occurred to me as I was reading it. I think that by doing this, by bringing Israeli journalists along, nefesh b'nefesh, they're accomplishing more than just the aliyah of the thousands of Jews that they're bringing. They're reminding the cynical Israeli about how awesome their country is. They're giving them a, a, a way to see their country from the outside by mm. observing the olim and how miraculous the times that we live are really in. Mm. We're living in miraculous times. And it's a message that they won't think about every day. Yeah. But here they have this opportunity, and it's so crucial that every once in a while... They're reminded, and they remind their readers. Somebody who read Hanoch Dam's article, and, and it's the, by far the largest newspaper in Israel, by far, by far, is, is, is moved, hopefully, and, and inspired. Amazing. 
Absolutely amazing, I'll tell you. And uh, <laughs> it, it, it's it's remarkable sometimes when you know you take a step back and you try to understand. And this is part of the thing that we tried to transmit. You try to understand and to explain why these kids in the U.S. are heading to the army and making you know Olim Latzahal as their shirts say, you know, and and why families are dropping everything and moving and why people are deciding to you know painstakingly do whatever is necessary to make this move for their children. And uh, like you just said, part of it is captured in the article and in, uh, and in his feelings about, you know, there's just something of there's something about that place. There's something about that place that Jews can't shake. It's as simple as that. Yep. What can I tell you? It's funny. He writes, he writes you know, he, he peppers it with humor. He writes right. at one point, you know, he even saw at the airport a mother pleading with her son that he should Change his mind and not go. Huh? <laughs> <At the airport. laughs> it didn't work, huh? Nope. <laughs> Unbelievable. All right, there you have it. Those of you who want to see the Yod, it's from this past Friday. Chanoch uh, Daum on the topic of Nefesh Benefesh. Some great photos there as well. And I assume people could get it online, Mayor. Can they see it if they want I to? I don't know that the article is available. You want to post it somewhere on the Israel uh, Show page? I, or? I could try and do that. Yeah, we'll yeah. try and I'll, I'll, I'll update people on the uh, Facebook uh, Facebook.com slash the Israel Show, and you'll share it with the Nachum Siegel people. All right. Uh, next live edition of the Israel Show comes up in minutes, starting at 9 a.m. The just-released recordings. A lot of news about this. A former prime minister and defense minister, Ehud Barak, revealing that Israel was, in fact, planning military action against Iran and was close to launch three times. Why didn't it happen? Mayor will speak about that. Here the answer in Ehud Barak's own voice as the Israel yeah. Show plays clips from the newly revealed recordings. We have the recordings. You have the actualities. The actual record. The uh, Israel Show interviews Tamar Asaraf, spokesperson of the Benjamin Regional Council, sharing her experiences meeting American legislators and presidential hopeful Governor Mike Huckabee in the city of Shiloh. Plus, the Israeli music mix has music from Kobe Aflalo. Is that the right pronunciation? Aflalo. Aflalo, plus modern interpretation of Sephardic Slichot classics, as our friends in the Sephardic community have already begun Slicho. Tune in right after JMNAM minutes from now to the Israel Show on our stream at jmnam.org on the NSN app. And of course, make sure to like the Israel Show Facebook page, facebook.com slash the Israel Show. Mayor, phenomenal as usual. Thanks for joining us. Thank you so much, Nathan. And good luck today between 9 and 10, everybody. Coming up right after JMNAM, the Israel Show with Mayor Weingarten. Another great live, brand new one. Make sure to be tuned in. Well, we're talking about Yassi Piamenta this morning, of course, and most of our music this morning, dominated by the late, great Yassi Piamenta, who was taken from us yesterday. This comes from Hask, volume number six, all the way back in time with Yassi Piamenta, JM in the, the AM. one and only Yossi Piamenta. <laughs> Thank you. 
Achena Yisrael and Achim Achem, brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard and listeners sponsored WFW East Orange, WMFU Mount Hub, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial. Broadcasting live from the Sony and Robert Gold Studios in Jersey City, New Jersey. Around the world on the web, jmtheam.org. Wrapping it up, of course, with the amazing Yossi Piamenta, who we miss was taken from us yesterday and will be missed for a long, long time. Uh, don't forget, Wednesday, JM and the AM live from Gourmet Glot. We'll be there at Gourmet Glot uh, on Spruce Street in Cedarhurst starting at 6 a.m. this coming Wednesday morning for a pre-Rosh Hashanah celebration. Make sure to join us for that. That's Wednesday between 6 and 9. Come on out and enjoy. Have a fabulous and wonderful Monday. Till tomorrow, Nachum Sigal reminding you, remember to past, live the present, and trust the future.